All right, all right, let's go. All right, all right, Matthews. Uh, how how much did he make, Tim? So he signed a four-year, $53 million, which is $13.250 million a year. That's not too bad. Uh, I, I, you, I have to admit that. I, I didn't think he'd sign. I have always said I thought he'd go somewhere else. I thought he didn't need this. You know, they're always criticizing him during the playoffs and all that, and... Uh, I don't think he could afford him in, in Arizona right now, right? <laughs> they have the cap space, but I don't think they don't know if they no, have the money. No, not with five thousand people. What they would they have five thousand? Five thousand people. Funny thing is, you know, everybody goes, they laugh at it. But if they came to me and said, "Tim, you could go see the Leafs play on the road one place. Where would you go?" I'd say I, I, I'd want to go to Arizona to see the Leafs play in a five thousand seat arena. Would be great. Yeah, I never thought of that. You know, and, but you know, you know what I, you know, you know what really makes me laugh. Is uh, I think uh, uh, what was her name, uh, Linda Eastwood? Yes, because what, what did she say? I think I think she said it the best. Well, because I put it out on Twitter and I said, you know, what did people think? And I said too much, just right, or too little, and it was about fifty-fifty. But I think she came out with the best line. She said, "If they don't make the playoffs, he's getting it's too much. If they make the playoffs, it's just right. If they win the cup, it's too little." I still can't believe he, he scores goals like he scores. How does a little, how does a guy from the desert learn how to score goals like that? It's beyond me. I I just I just can't believe the goals he scored. You know though, Dad, you you've said it more times. He could go get sixty goals, seventy goals, but if the Leafs get bounced out after second round of the playoffs, doesn't mean anything. You know. It, I said all year it doesn't mean anything if they win seven one if they beat some team if they come in once a year and he he gets three goals it doesn't mean a thing it's in the playoffs it counts the only place Boston Bruins will be known for the rest of their lives as the team that tore so, the league apart and died in the playoffs I think last year you and I were watching and you said he he's hurt. Like you just said, he's not shooting. I think the, he is. I think he was hurt in the playoffs. Yeah, you said he's just not shooting the puck like he did before. No. But I think his wrist. I think his wrist was bothering him. Yeah, but I said when Gary Bettman's by himself and having a <laughs> yeah. glass of wine or a beer, whatever he drinks, he thinks the two greatest players. We've got to say Matthews and McDavid. Yeah. Oh, they were. They are. There's two and, best players. And they're one's in Toronto and one's in Edmonton. <laughs> You know, you look at like LeBron James is in LA, Aaron Judd's in New York. No, oh, yeah, but I imagine he was in Chicago or or New oh, York. Or yeah, Rangers and plus or being an American too, yeah. right? Like that would really help the league. Oh yeah. From what I was reading the papers, you know, the, you know what makes me laugh, Tim, is when when down in the states, the uh, say New Jersey, the announcers and they say, and the guy is and he's from Mississauga or he's from uh, uh, Lethbridge, Alberta, or someplace like that. Yeah. And they say, and and they give the impression that he's an American. Oh yeah, if he went to college. Yeah, yeah and he went to college there. And he went, and he, 
That really kills me when I when I listen to them because I listen to them. I listen to the game. Uh, I listen to the broadcasters pretty good. Yeah, well, they promote. You know, the Americans they, they do a good job. They promote the American players better. And well, and, and and I don't blame them. They, no. they they promote and and here here yesterday, um, I I'm I'm not knocking. I'm because I really like the both of them, uh, Buck Martinez and and uh, Dan Schulman and Dan Schulman. I knew Dan Schulman. <laughs> The two Canadian it was uh, Romano and Bottle. Yeah, and 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 they call it the Canadian Connection. I just thought if that was down in the states, they would make that the, the biggest thing in the world. Oh well, it's maybe it's just the Canadian Connection. I get, I got. I don't know why a guy wants to be the most highest paid guy in the league because if you don't if you don't if you don't produce and they can always say here's the highest paid guy in the league but they all do it so yeah well mcdavid's contract's up he'll he'll go hundred thousand higher or whatever (laughs) but do you know that you know not knocking the nhl but just show you how much the other leagues are that if his contract matthew's contract uh and the nba and major league baseball wouldn't even be in the top 100 well, yeah, but that's true. But, but uh, they don't get sixty thousand at the at the game like the the baseball. Yeah, but you or they don't have the big uh, television contract. Big, I, we I, we heard, I heard talking to some people when I was down in Dallas, and we were talking about the contract. They said that the NFL teams could play to empty stadiums and still make money. Yeah, the with, TV with the, because of the TV. So, but um, you want to talk about the fight that the fighters what they get. Yeah. Last week about UFC and how you couldn't watch it. You know, a lot of people agreed with you. A lot of people said they don't. They didn't like. They can't watch the UFC. They can watch boxing, but they don't like watching the UFC. Oh, yeah. well. So, you know, McDavid got the big dough, and I thought, I wonder what those guys get fighting because supposedly it's cheap, right? Like they know yeah. it's cheap. Sterling, who was the champ, and O'Malley was the challenger. They started off with kind of like a basic salary, a basic yeah. purse. It was uh, 750000 for Which isn't bad. Which isn't bad. And then that was for the champ. And then he got a, he get, they get a share of the pay-per-view. So the more people that watch, the more money they make. Yeah. But he ended up getting 700000 from the pay-per-view. And then O'Malley, who was the, who was the challenger who won, um, he had five hundred thousand dollar purse because he's yeah, challenger, he's a right? Challenger. But he got a hundred. If you win, you get a hundred thousand dollar bonus. So there's a hundred thousand dollars whoever wins, and then he got fifty grand for uh, male fighter of the night, and he got uh, seven. So he got about one point three eight million. Well, they do, they, but they take an awful lot of punishment, Tim. Boy, when I when they when they, I, I just happened I, to tune in and see that guy take that that right to the jaw. Yeah, I mean they take an awful lot of punishment, and and something happened to his eye. Yeah, yeah, and that and the and the the girl champ from China, Zhang Wei Li, she got one point nine million. So they make. So but they, they, I, they don't. It's funny though how I like boxing. They make so much more than yeah. these guys. Yeah. Like I like that that Fury's fighting that guy coming up. He, he'll make. He'll make big dough, and I look to see like what did. Well, it's a TV. Well, Conor McGregor, when he fought that Khabib, he made about forty million bucks, but because of the pay per view, because there was over two million. Why don't you keep going? That yeah, he just keeps liking the fight, I guess. But good for Austin Matthews. Makes a lot of dough. Let's just yeah, fingers I, crossed that. Well, he's got to do something in the playoffs. playoffs yeah, because it yeah. doesn't mean nothing to the regular. Well, season. Well, he, he had a sore wrist last year. I'm I'm positive he had a sore wrist. 
dad said he's taking a day off today, but uh, we'd still like to thank our sponsors, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian loan online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll match your deposit up to $250. You get 10 spins on the big wheel. And if you get three of your jackets, you get some big dough. And then your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. And right mm. now, Austin Matthews is second to win the MVP. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, behind you know who, Connor yeah, David, yeah. Um, but uh, he's he's second behind Connor. Well, McDavid. he's got an awful lot of pressure on him. I have to admit, and he doesn't seem to mind the pressure. He can come in here for six months and get out of get here. Out, fast. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he doesn't care what the Canadian press think. Yeah, you know, maybe. That, he did, that, yeah, I never thought of that. You know, so Dad, talking about um, contracts, I remember. Well, I forget what it was in the mid, but seventy-five or seven. It might have been seventy-six. Uh, Bobby Orr was up for his contract, yeah, and it was uh, it talk about everybody wanting to know what was going on. But uh, and then he ended up the shock. It just shocked people that he left for Chicago. You know, Bobby was injured. He had a bad knee. I remember he had a bad knee, and uh, but he'd never come down when the players were practicing. He'd always come down after after they'd all left, and he was on the bike. And I I, I had I was I was. You're fixing one of my sticks. I was fixing Middleton sticks. I was taking the best of Middleton sticks. <laughs> I should have cared he did, about He did, because he came and said, hey, grapes, you know, you're taking all my good sticks. Because <laughs> back then they were wood, right? Some of the sticks were good, and some were bad. And But they were good sticks. So anyhow, I was working on them. I was working on the, on the uh, handle. So anyhow, I'm working on the stick there, and I'm working away there. And, Bo- and Bobby's at the far end of the... Of the uh, dressing room and i'm and i'm just working on what was he doing was he riding the bike or no he was riding a bike he was riding a bike and and uh, getting his knee in shape and everything like that for his knee mooney came in i remember he's smoking a pipe he didn't like me he just nodded to me and he went to the bar and i i could kind of listen i was kind of listening he's bobby let me talk to you he says no get away from me he says no no just let me just talk to you for a minute He's no, you're trying to drive a wedge between uh, Al and I, Al Eagleson, and uh, and uh, he says, "No, I just want to talk to you." He says, "No, get away from me! Don't talk to me." You know what they were going to offer him? They were going to offer him, and I know I've said I've told this story before. They were going to offer him part of the uh, part of the Bruins. Wow! And 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 I remember him walking out, turning around, turning around, and walking out, and shaking his head to me. And looking at me and shaking his head, just went and walked through the room. But they were going to offer him part of the Bruins. Well, I you should told you eighteen percent. Well, imagine what that'd be, be worth today. Well, yeah, well anyhow, he should have told you to go talk to him. I didn't know. I have to. You think, no, I said Mooney should have. They knew that you you two were good friends. No, we were sort of like not you and Mooney. I remember. No, I you remember and Bo- you and Bobby were friends. Bobby and I were friends. He, so they said, "Why? Why wouldn't you get?" But you know, they, I don't know. They didn't want me to even get involved. I guess. Yeah. Anyhow, that's what they were going to offer him. Uh, part of it, part of the salary was going to be part of the Bruins. I mean, can you imagine that? Yeah, it's hard to believe. We'll talk about Bobby Orr. We'll talk about another great Boston Bruin defenseman. Marty, uh, Marty Lichen from LinkedIn said, I heard the stories about Eddie Shore and how it could be a sh- suggested playing for him was like getting sent to Devil's Island. It was. Just well. I graciously make a request 
for more of your dad to recap recap on that. But I will tell you one thing that I could never figure out that he, I, he could do it. I mean, he could do it. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Two on a one. Now, everybody knows a two on one, two, two forwards coming down, down on a defenseman. He stands in the middle. We were always taught that. Everybody, even when we left, we taught. He'd always say, go after the guy with the puck. How the hell can you go after the guy with the puck? He'd just drop it over. You couldn't talk him out of it. Yeah. A two on one, and he'd say, go after the guy with the puck. Well, they we used to do that in the practice, and then in the game, we played it two on one. So you just humored him in practice. Yeah, yeah. It was his team in practice, so we'd go after the guy with two on one, just drop it over, and he'd go in and score. He'd never get, a, he'd never get upset. So I got to ask you a question, Dad. There was a lot of stories about there, him being cheap. Is that true? Oh, he was so cheap. I remember when I was played for Rochester, and he had a big blue car. I'll never forget the beautiful Cadillac he had. He had a beautiful Cadillac, monstrous Cadillac, and um, he wouldn't turn the lights on. He would not turn the lights on on the marina till at six o'clock. So we had to sit. We got, we got there one time. We had to sit there. So you guys had to sit in the bus and wait. Had till to wait, tur- wait till he till he turned the lights on. And I remember Jimmy Pappen. Remember Jimmy Pappen? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Pappen. He said, just a minute as he's walked by, and he, put, he went over and kicked the car in. Kicked the door in! Whoa. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, Eddie Shore, we were still, I was still afraid of him. Don't, not afraid of him, but any, whatever it was. And here he was, and here was Jimmy was Pappen. It, did you, I was it you who told me the story? Was it true that the players were walking after practice, and they heard his voice? Well, oh, one time a guy, one guy was in, he said, Mr. So-and-so. And he looked, where did, he was hanging by the rafter. He was changing the light bulb of, of the arena. And he was hanging by the rafter. He said, would you please push that ladder back? Oh, the ladder fell and he was hanging yeah, by, hanging was, by he, the curtain. He was on the ladder. He was, and believe it or not, I mean, he was, he was a cheap guy. But he, he had to work hard for his money, and I guess that's how he, how he kept it. And he did buy the ice capades. We got a request from Facebook. They'd like to know uh, any stories you have. Player who played for you short for a short time, Tommy Songden. Tommy Songden, I remember him. We, we had four players. We had Bill Bennett, Tommy Songden, and two other guys. They were about six foot three. And I thought, well, if I'm going to have big guy, guys waiting around, I'm going to have them. And so I, 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 I remember, this is a funny story, or I think it's funny. We were in the playoffs, and uh, we're standing at La Moyne Manor or something like that. And uh, we could walk to the arena. It was only a block away. And uh, so we had a team meal that night. I didn't, it wasn't a forced team meal. It was just we'd had a team meal that night, and I remember they were next to us here. And I remember the waiter called, and he said, would you like a salad? Well, they thought, you know, a little salad, a little salad, go along with the meal. And the guy came up with a great big No, it was like a, they made a Caesar salad by the table? <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. Uh, flames and the whole deal. <laughs> So and he says, holy sh! I could, I could hear though. I could hear that I was listening, and they says, hey, what are we going to go do? I can't pay for this. Well, the, they got the bill, and it was, it was. Well, he says, I, 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 I don't have the money. I says, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And, and I, I respected my the guys. They had a big laugh about it. I picked up the meal. 
Yeah, you get those Caesar salads and uh, little three or four cokes that they charge you. You know, all of a sudden your bill's going to get up there. So I can <laughs> imagine the per diem wasn't that big. And the guy said he, he, he sounded like he, he, you well, wanted to come. Yeah, didn't you say one time that Harry got mad at you because you used to pick up the players' breakfast? You know, and the players oh, got a per diem. And I remember Harry when he would. He said, and don't pick up the money, and don't pick up the breakfast for the players either. They get enough per diem. Uh, I think it was seventy-one dollars at the time, or something like that. What, what was your per diem? Eddie Shore gave you. Uh, we didn't get it per diem. I we got, got four dollars. I, I, I got a buck fifty or something like that. Brian Kilray said. Yeah, but just we'll go back. You know, we were talking about Tommy Songden, and I think he he played right wing. But you know, where was the guy? How was he going to get onto the Bruins? I know, I know. It, it, you had Cashman, you had, uh, you had Terry O'Reilly, you had uh, uh, Schmatzi, you had Middleton, yeah. and they all got 30, they all got, some of them, 25, 30 goals, and where are you going to play? Yeah. Anyhow, I worked, you know, you know, Tim, no, I worked them just as hard, and I stayed on the ice with them, and when everybody else had left, those two guys, and I remember the, the, the um, the league or everything, they complained to the league that we went back and forth, you know, back and forth, back and forth so, so long that we were wearing down the side of the ice. And, and I said, you guys will be, you guys will be just as good shape if you get in there as the guys that are playing right now, you'll be just as in good shape. 